from San Diego, California, it's the Frug Life Podcast with your host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. Today, as the title probably indicates, we are talking a little bit about freelancing and mostly talking about the website Fiverr. We have a listener question and they ask, Hey, The Frug Life, thanks for reaching out. I have a question. I want to become financially independent, but the main source of income is from freelancing sites like Fiverr. I have been working there for three years, but the pay is cheap and unreasonable, and it cannot pay taxes and utility bills as it is not a steady income. What advice can you give about the situation? That is a great question. Personally, I have done work on freelance sites a bit, including Fiverr. Let me talk about that. So I did freelance work on Fiverr and Upwork, two freelance sites. I also did freelance work outside of these platforms. I offered a few different gigs on Fiverr, and that's what they're called. If you have a service that you offer to people, it's called a gig. And these gigs were focused mostly on accounting, but also on Excel help, database help, and finance. And honestly, I worked with some great clients on Fiverr, and many not-so-great clients. One reason I like Fiverr in particular is that people approach you with requests versus the other way around. On Upwork, for example, you apply to jobs. People post listings of jobs, and you have to apply. And in my experience on Upwork, you can spend a ton of time just applying to different jobs, not getting it, and then not getting paid because you haven't got any jobs. They also changed how Upwork works. At this time now, when you apply to a job, you use Connects, which you did before. It used to be that your Connects would replenish every month for free, but now with the free plan, you don't get any new Connects. You have to pay to replenish them. So you could spend a lot of time on Upwork applying to jobs, not getting any results, and worse than that, you're spending money to apply to these jobs. Uh, So for me, that doesn't make any sense, so I probably won't use Upwork at any point in the future unless they change this policy. I think I do still have some rollover connects from legacy days, right? but I don't intend on using Upwork again in the future. And for the most part, I don't do too much freelancing now because I do work a full-time job and I'm busy enough as it is with all my projects. In addition to Fiverr and Upwork, there are other websites too. I think freelancer.com is another one. There's some other cryptocurrency-focused ones. I may have signed up for a few of these, but I haven't used them really. I feel like a lot of these sites have lots of people offering services and not so many people actually spending money and buying things. And I feel like that's a problem on lots of these freelancer sites. The other problem with this type of site, these Fivers and Upworks, is the type of customer these websites attract. Fiverr in particular attracts a lot of people that want to pay almost nothing, don't communicate well, and aren't really good clients. Your rating on Fiverr is basically everything, so this one $5 gig could actually cause you a great deal of harm if it goes poorly for you. For years, I had a five-star rating, and just one gig going wrong caused me to lose that rating, uh, which I don't care too much because I'm not going to use the site all that much. But if my whole income was based on Fiverr, it could have been distressing for me. So getting back to the listener question, 
I think you don't really want to rely on Fiverr as a primary source of income. I would focus on making connections with real people in your local area and focus on working with people locally or finding people through referrals. And there's a few reasons why. First is the quality of the clients. You don't want clients that want the world and will only pay slave wages for it. You will pull your hair out dealing with some of the people on these websites. Now, don't get me wrong. I have made connections with some awesome people at Fiverr. I've had some awesome experiences on Fiverr. I helped a business apply for a small business loan. I helped create a database for a police department. Lots of fun and exciting stuff and very rewarding. But most of the time, the requests I get are from students who want you to do their homework. This is against the terms of service, and it's also unethical. These students don't have much money anyways. So I don't do that, and I mean, I even have a response that I just click on. Uh, Fiverr's kind of nice in that way that there's little like uh, pop-up boxes of, of responses that you use previously. And so I wrote one just for people asking me to do homework because it happened so much. And I just say, I don't do homework or tests. Good luck. The next reason I don't particularly recommend Fiverr as a primary source of income is that it is unreliable in the sense that there are criteria that go into the search rankings and basically the search rankings determine how many offers you get. So if you do something bad in the eyes of Fiverr or whatever, your search ranking may go way down and your income stream may dry up entirely. So one of these is that you can get requests at any time and you need to respond to them as soon as possible to keep your response time up because your response time is one of those things that factors into your ranking. So sometimes you're away for the weekend or you're messaged in the middle of the night and it lowers your response time, which lowers you in the search results. My last big complaint about Fiverr is that Fiverr is fickle. They have a bad reputation for banning service providers and Upwork as well. Using any one of these platforms as your primary way of making money is dangerous in my opinion. You're putting all your eggs in one basket. And so in my time doing freelance work, my best clients by far were the people I met in person, not online. This is where I made the most money, developed the best relationships, and enjoyed the work the most. That being said though, I don't oppose using Fiverr. I think it is a good secondary stream of income. And so let me share some tips with you for using Fiverr or other sites after the break. All right, welcome back. So here are my tips for using Fiverr and these other platforms. Your first gig on Fiverr is the hardest to get. When you are a new seller, your account appears really far down in the search results. You might get offers, but in my experience, most of these offers are scams and aren't related to the gig I was offering at all. I don't remember the scams in too much detail, but just be aware of that. And if somebody's asking you to do something that seems fishy, like sign up for a bank for them or something like that, you probably don't want to do that. My biggest advice is to get some friends or family to buy your first few gigs and give them a five-star experience. Once you have a few gigs done and rated, Fiverr will rank you better in searches and you will get more opportunity. If you are online, I think it also ranks you better, like if you're actively on the website, Fiverr.com. 
There's also a section called Buyer's Requests where people on Fiverr are looking for a service and you can apply to these requests, which I think is a, a good way to get a few gigs in or just find some work. There are a ton of service providers on Fiverr, so sometimes it is easy for your profile to get lost in all the noise. And if you actively have orders, it leads to more orders. In fact, as a casual user, I think this is really annoying because I will have no offers, no offers, no offers, and then I get an offer, I accept it, and then I'm flooded with more orders. And I'm just there to do like one thing at a time just for fun or whatever. I don't want to have a backlog of orders. So as far as giving consistent money, I think Fiverr isn't very good at that either because the, the work comes in waves in my experience. Now I know I've been a little negative at times about Fiverr, but I think you should try it. I look back at some of my days on Fiverr and I think about how fun it was. Now, of course, it wasn't all fun in games, but it was fun at times and in some ways. I also love YouTube videos about Fiverr, and I'm going to share a few in the show notes. Basically, the premise is that uh, somebody who's an expert in the topic will go on Fiverr and hire people to do the thing that they are an expert in, and then they'll evaluate what they receive back. So it's a really funny idea. The work quality on Fiverr can be pretty mixed, but also a lot of the time they do get pretty good work. I want to talk about one last site that's different from Fiverr or Upwork because you don't trade money for services, you trade services for services. So if you have a new idea for a service you're thinking of sharing, you might try out this site called Simbi. So on Simbi, you buy services using a digital currency called Simbi, which you earn by doing services for other people on the site. And in many ways, I think it is much lower stakes than Fiverr. People are much nicer on Simbi, in my opinion. So if you just recently learned a skill and are thinking about offering a service around it, I would go try out Simbi first before moving on to Fiverr or other platforms to kind of flesh out the idea with an audience that is much kinder. That's just an idea, though. All right, well, thanks for listening. I'll have links to all three of those sites in the show notes below. I'll probably have a blog post on this as well. So if you want to check out thefruglife.com, all this info should be on there as well if you don't look at the show notes. So maybe try out a site. See how you enjoy freelancing. It may give you a newfound appreciation of your day job. Or you might find that you make a little bit of money from it. Also, I do talk about all of this a little bit more in my book, A Real Book on Money, which I'll include a link to in the show notes. All right, I hope you enjoyed, and stay frugal. Thank you.